lift up your hands towards heaven and begin to bless the name of God. Begin to thank God for the gift of life this evening. Thank God for the message Amen, 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 amen. And now our Father in heaven, we bless your name tonight. Yes, Lord. We give you praise, we give you glory, O Jesus. Lord. We thank you for your goodness upon our lives. Amen. We thank you for showing us mercy. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the gift of life and of the gift of salvation. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us and gathering us yes, under Lord. your feet to be taught your word. Jesus. Tonight, let the entrance of your word bring light to us. Amen. And may it bring understanding to the simple. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, every stony heart in us may be broken down into a heart of flesh. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, and cause your word to have a free course in yes, our Lord. lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, anything that shall be a hindrance to your word, gaining access into our lives tonight. Father, take it off our, of our lives yes, in the name of Jesus. Cause your word to be exalted in our lives. Jesus. And bless your children with your word tonight. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your word. 
Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. Amen. Amen. You are all welcome to this evening's teaching service. And on behalf of our Father, the General Overseer, I especially welcome all of you to this evening's teaching service. And I know that by the time we live here, the Word of God would have worked on us and it would have changed our lives. Our Father, wherever you are, we thank you tonight and we salute you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So once again, you are all welcome. This is our teaching service. And as I said last week, in every learning environment, there are questions and there are answers. And as a good student, and as our father has taught us, as a good student, when you go to school, you go with your pen and your notebook and you make notes as the teacher teaches. And so I believe tonight you are going to be blessed. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, and now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. That's Acts chapter 20 verse 32. And in John chapter 5 verse 39, Jesus said, He said, search the scriptures. For in them ye think he have eternal life. And they are they that testify of me. Amen. Amen. He said, as newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. Amen. Amen. And so quickly, last week, we're looking at how to get a passion for winning. And I believe you learned something last week. Alright, so we are going around for the next five minutes. Let us hear what you remember from last week. What you learned from last week. Getting a passion for winning. Yes, quickly. I Everybody, we are all going to speak. If you were here last week, yes, quickly, let's go. Starting from the person with the microphone. Joseha, what do you remember from last week? Quickly. So, for you see, requirements, they are over here as what me actually are here, and you the heart of a shepherd. Amen. Amen. Yes, Ben. Jesus is alive. Uh, what talent was. As a Christian, you have you have to uh, okay, you must have passion for the unsaved ones. Amen. Yes, quickly. So, Christian, you say, "Oh, my God, come on, my Iran." 
Mpato last week is siya niya ma bebri. Niya ma ebe ma se uwo mwombo tima edema akra. Ube hiya ansa wetimi ayese juman atre akra no. Nti ya tre se we hiya se ube bompa ye bebri. Ube ye fasting. Na wasan e si abonting. Ube nya ye msusye ediyama akra omayra omowo abonting. Amen. Amen. To fast and pray for the souls that are saved. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Like a uh, passion for soul. Maybe you can even lose your life for the sake to have a soul for like somebody to have a salvation. You can go in a sense that you lose everything just to work for the Lord. Amen. 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 Yes, are we done? Brother Joseph. Yes, quickly. Brother Joseph. Praise him. Jesus is alive. You have to work on yourself as well. Spiritually, you, know, you have to work on yourself. That's fasting and praying. Amen. Amen. Alright. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Let us look at something in Acts chapter 17 verse 11. Acts 17 verse 11. It says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. It says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Two people might receive the same word from the same preacher or the same teacher. But depending on what they use the word for, then you would see what outcome or what results they produce. And so to be more noble as a Christian, it is important that when you receive the word, you search the scriptures. And make sure that those were so. Amen. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So today, this is what our Father has given us. Last two weeks, we're looking at the rewards of a soul winner. Last week, we looked at getting a passion for souls. And so, you know, you may have the passion. You may have the zeal to do it. 
But if the knowledge is not there, it becomes very difficult. It makes you ineffective and inefficient. Because zeal without knowledge is a terrible thing. Romans chapter 10 verse 1 to 3. Romans chapter 10 verse 1 to 3. Yes. Romans 10, 1-3 to three. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. It says, For I bear record that they have a zeal of God. But not according to knowledge. And because of that, they try to establish their own righteousness. Although they had a zeal of God, they were zealous for God. But they lack knowledge. So, we might have had the passion for souls. But how? Where? And when? Are we to activate passion for souls? So, this evening, we are looking at how, where, and when to win souls. Amen. Amen. How, where, and when to win souls. Amen. Amen. Like our father has been saying all the time, he said, we are saved to serve. We are saved to serve. And so in our service, we must know how, where, and when we must render our service. So one, how are we to seek to win souls? The best way to find the answer to this question is to study the way in which the Lord Jesus sought and dealt with those he won to himself during his earthly ministry. This can only result in a quickened concern for souls and a new conception of what the late missions director said. He said the divine art of soul winning how are we to seek to win souls? Amen. Amen. Now, the, the, the one with the master plan when it comes to soul winning is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And so, if we want to know how we could go about it, then we must visit his blueprints. How he went about it. Amen. 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 That is why if you buy any gadget, be it a mobile phone, say phone a laptop, and a laptop, even cars, and fans, a whatever it is, it comes with a manual. Any manual never. 
So the manufacturer adds the manual to it. And in the manual, he communicates his ideas and his thoughts about how to operate this gadget. How to operate it effectively and efficiently. And so Jesus Christ is the master when it comes to so winning. So we must visit his, blu- uh, his blueprints when it comes to soul winning. So the question is, how are we to seek to win souls? Papa states something here. He says, with a confession that humbles us. And you see, we cannot do this with our own strength. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5. We must know right from the onset that this is not something that we can do with our own strength. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5. Yes. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Amen. Amen. Is that 2 Corinthians 3 5? Yep. My version here says, 3 5 says, not that we are sufficient. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5. Yes. Who then is Paul? Who is Apollos? But ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. Add the verse 6. I have planted. Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Amen. 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 He says, I have planted. Apollos watered. Apollos, but God gave the increase. And so, if we are to do this, we must know that it is God that gives the increase. So let's take myself and Adino Jones. So he says, I planted and he watered and it is God that gave the increase. It means anytime God is involved, there is an increase. So we can represent this in a mathematical equation. So you take me as one and then plus Adino Jones which is two and then you put us in a bracket and outside of the bracket you have God. And so we learned in basic math that anything out of the bracket, outside of the bracket multiplies everything that is in the bracket. So without the God factor Adino Jones and I one plus two will just give us three. But if God is involved, when you multiply God by whatever is in the bracket, it gives the increase. Amen. 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 Praise Him. Jesus. That is why we must seek God to be involved in this. Amen. Amen. It says, with a confidence that enables us we are to have no confidence in the flesh. 
but we must have absolute confidence in the power of the Lord to work through us. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. He says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And so our confidence is not in our own ability. But our confidence is in the Lord Jesus. Because he is the one that gives us the enablement. And he's the one that strengthens us to be able to do it. So when we seek to win souls, we have the cooperation of the triune God to enable us and to ensure complete victory. Amen. Amen. So when we seek to win souls, we yeah. have God the Father, yeah. the yeah. Son, and the Holy yeah. Spirit yeah. with us yeah. to give us that enablement. So, that is why we are able to do all things when we go out to win souls. Yeah. Because it is not our strength. Yeah. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, it says, Not by might nor by power but by my spirit saith the Lord of hosts. And so you must know that it is not by your own strength we are looking at the how of the soul winning. It says we must have a confidence that enables us. A confidence not in our own flesh a confidence not in our own ability, but a confidence that comes from the word of God that gives us the enablement. Then again, with a conviction that grips us, we must be convinced that the souls whom we would win are souls for whom the Lord Jesus Christ died to save. Amen. Amen. That he is not willing that they should perish. We must know that every soul that we seek to win, we must have the conviction that this soul, the Savior died for. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 15. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Amen. Amen. So every soul Christ died for. And so we must have this conviction that this soul that I seek to win to the Lord, the Savior himself died for him. And so that is why I must win him to the Lord. And that the Lord is not willing that any soul should perish. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9 says the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness but is long suffering towards us not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance praise him so we must know that the soul that we approach, the soul that we seek to win to him, one, he died for that soul. 
And the reason he died for that soul is that the soul should not perish. He is not willing that any soul should perish. And that he has also commissioned us to seek them. And so in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 that was when he commissioned us that go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And the same also in Luke chapter 14 verse 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. So he has commissioned us. He has given us a commission to accomplish. And these people that he has commissioned us to go to and win them, we must have the conviction that they need Jesus Christ urgently. They are desperately in need of the Savior. He said, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. Luke 19 verse 10. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. Amen. So anyone who is not in Christ is lost. So until Christ came, we were all lost. But when he came, he came to seek us. And he found us. So those of us that have come to him, he saved us. And he has commissioned us to also go and seek for the lost. Remember last week we were talking about the passion. The passion. And we, we learned that when Jesus Christ saw the multitude and that he was moved with compassion because they were as though sheep without a shepherd and they faint. It tells us the state in which the lost soul is. He is in a need of a savior. Someone to rescue him. And so he has commissioned us to go and do that. He says, and you have you quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. He has quickened us hitherto we were dead in trespasses and in sin. But when we came to him, he quickened us. He brought us back to life. We that were dead in sins and in trespasses. And so we must also go and quicken those who are dead in sins and in trespasses. Amen. Amen. We are still looking at the how. How. The first one we talked about was that we must have a confession that humbles us. And that we must have a confidence that enables us. And then we must have a conviction that grips us. A conviction. 
And then we must have a compassion that moves us. Last week, we said that if you have that compassion, that passion in your heart, without any corresponding passion in your feet, you will just be there as though there is no passion in you. So we must have a compassion that moves us. We must feel deeply the need of the lost. As Jesus Christ himself did. How often he was moved with compassion. In Luke chapter 9 verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes. He was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. And in Luke chapter 19, verse 41, and when he was come near the city, he said he beheld the city and he wept. He beheld the city and he wept. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 14, and Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them and he healed their sick Amen. Amen so we must have a compassion that moves us we must have a compassion that moves us that is the how about the soul that we must have a confession we must have a confidence. We must have a conviction. And we must have a compassion that moves us. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Matthew chapter 15 verse 32. Then Jesus called His disciples unto Him. And said, I have compassion on the multitude. Because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And I will not send them away fasting. Lest they faint in the way. Lest they faint in the way. He said, I have compassion on them. And so we must have a compassion that moves us. Mark chapter 1 verse 41. We have seen how many times Jesus Christ was moved with compassion. He said, and Jesus moved with compassion. Put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will be thou clean. Be thou clean. In Mark chapter 6 verse 34. And Jesus when he came out, saw much people and was moved with compassion toward them because they were as sheep not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. He began to teach them many things. Praise him. Jesus is alive. The how do we seek the lost? How must we go about it? We must have a confession. We must have a conviction. We must have a confidence. We must have a compassion. Mark chapter 8 verse 2. Says, I have compassion on the multitude. 
because they have now been with me three days and have nothing to eat. Luke 7 verse 13. I hope you are writing the scriptures down. And so when you go, search the scriptures and meditate upon it. Luke 7 verse 13. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. Luke 10:33. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And so compassion or passion is a great attribute of every soul winner. Because without the passion and the compassion, the sympathy and the pity, you will not be moved to win that lost soul. Ask yourself, do I have passion for souls? Am I compassionate towards soul? Answer yourself. Amen. 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 If you are not passionate about soul, you are not, you don't sympathize with lost souls and see the need that they have. The Lord is placing a clarion call to us that we must have a passion for them. We must be moved with this compassion. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Lift up your hands towards heaven. Yes, and begin to ask the Lord to fill you with His passion Jesus. that will move you to every soul that needs to hear the word. To every soul that needs to be saved. Because He died for every soul. And so we must move to them and bring them to Him, the Lord. Pray and ask God to fill your heart with His kind of compassion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Father, let our heart be filled right now. Let our heart be filled right now with your compassion, Lord. The same love you had for souls. He said that they can be saved. Let that same compassion, God, come upon us, God, in the name of Jesus. Compassion for lost souls. The prayer for lost souls. The desire of God to see the salvation of men. To ensure that many come to the salvation knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let that compassion of God come upon us this day. In the name of Jesus, fill us with the same passion. The same passion, O Lord. The same passion, O Lord. The same passion, O Lord. Let it come upon us, O Lord. Let it come upon us, O Lord. Let love for the lost soul. Amen. Amen. One more sin. One more sin. With a care that restrains us, we must do this work earnestly, zealously, and passionately, but with very great care and tact. We need the wisdom, and He is willing to give us if we are humble enough to ask. In James chapter 1, verse 5. 
says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraided not, and it shall be given unto him. Amen. Amen. So even as we are passionate for souls, even as we have compassion on them, we must apply wisdom. We need the wisdom of God to be able to carry it through. Because zeal without knowledge, like Paul said, he said, I record that you have zeal for the Lord but without knowledge. And because of ignorance, you have gone ahead to establish your own righteousness. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. And so we need wisdom to be able to channel this passion. The Bible says in Proverbs 11 verse 30, it says the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And and see that winner's soul is wise. It takes a certain kind of wisdom to win souls. And we need this kind of wisdom. We need this kind of wisdom. Two, when are we to seek to win souls? We have looked at the how. Now when? We are to be on the job continually. And we are to do it today. John chapter 9 verse 4. It says, I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day. It says, the night cometh. When no man can work. And every day that God spares us to live down here we must do it. as long as it is day we must do it as long as it is day says, i must work the works of him that sent me and what is the works that we cause men to believe on him that is the work and we must do this work as long as it is day. Because the night cometh where no man can work. We are to seek to win souls when the Holy Spirit prompts us. That is why we must live in a close touch with Him. So that at every point in time, if there is someone that He needs to save, he will prompt us to go to the person. In Acts chapter 8 verse 26 to 29, the evangelist Philip, when he saw the Enoch, he identified, yes, let us go. Acts chapter 8 verse 26 downwards. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an Enoch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem to, for, for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariots, read Isaiah the prophet, 
Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. Amen. 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 He says, the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And so if we have the Holy Spirit actively in our lives, and you know he is the enabler of every soul winner, and so he takes delight in soul winning. And so wherever you are and there are souls or there is a soul that needs to be warmed, the Holy Spirit will prompt you like he prompted Philip. He said, get up and go to the south. And at that point he met the Enoch. And the Spirit said to him that he should approach him. And he did so. And you see, the Holy Spirit is just the same today. He still waits to direct his servants to those he has prepared and who are ready and waiting to be led to the Savior. He is still in the business of soul winning. He has not stopped. And so if we would stay in touch with him closely, he will constantly prompt us. Then again, we are to seek to win souls when the opportunity is given. Wherever there are people, there is our opportunity. Wherever there are people, there our opportunity present itself for us to win souls. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2 It says preach the word be instant in season and out of season. It says reprove, rebuke, exhort with long suffering and doctrine. It says preach the word be instant. It means be ever ready in season and out of season. So wherever we find ourselves, wherever souls are, our opportunity has presented itself. And we must take it up. And you see, our father told us something. That he, said, he says, you become a success when your opportunity meets you whilst you are prepared. So a prepared man, when he meets his opportunity, then boom, success. And so we must be ever prepared. Amen. Amen. And so when we meet the people, and there is the prompting of the Holy Spirit, then we become successful as souls. Where there is a will, there is a way. And opportunities are so many and so constant that we are all left without excuse. There is no excuse for us. Because the opportunities are so many and they present themselves every day. Every now and then. We are to seek to win souls when the need is very urgent. When the need is very urgent. This was how Jesus saw the need to do the work of the Father. He attached all urgency to it. He said, I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. 
the night cometh when no man can work. The night is coming. And all of us, our night will come. But whilst it is day for us, we must do the work. He says, sometimes we may come face to face with a very needy and urgent case. Then we must act quickly and faithfully. He says, perhaps a loved one or a neighbor is dying who doesn't know Christ. There is no time to be lost. We must lead that person to Christ. Three, where are we to seek to win souls? The answer is, wherever there are lost souls to be sought and won for the Savior. Wherever there are lost souls to be sought. We need to begin in our own home and with our own loved ones. Mark chapter 5 verse 19. Mark chapter 5 verse 19. Yes. How be Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee, and had, and had had compassion on thee. Amen. 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 He said, Go home to thy friends. And tell them how great things the Lord has done. So the first place of our testimony of the salvation we have received. Is our homes. The very first place. The very first place. Is our home. That is where we must testify. Of our salvation. In Luke chapter 8 verse 39. He said, return to thine own house and show how great things God have done unto thee. And he went his way and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. He first went straight to his house. In John chapter 1 verse 41. After Andrew had encountered the Lord Jesus. He said he first found his own brother Simon. And said unto him. We have found the Messiah. Which is being interpreted the Christ. We have found the Messiah. And so our homes. Our household is the very first place. The very where, the very first where we must seek the lost. Acts chapter 16, verse 30 to 34. Acts chapter 16, verse 30. Yes. And brought them out and said, says, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And they speak unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in his house. Continue. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized. And he, and he and all his 
and in all his straight, straight way. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Amen. Amen. This was Paul and Silas in the prison. We are Paul and Silas. After the gates of the prison were opened, the guard who was guarding them who sought to kill himself because he thought they had run away. When Peter, uh, Paul had told him not to kill himself, he said, what must I do that I must be saved? And after Paul had spoken the word to him, he took them to his house. His house. That they may be saved. The question is, have you faithfully evangelized in your own family circle? Are all our family members saved? If they have not been saved, what are we waiting for? There is the need on us that we must win them to Christ. Then we need to become concerned about our friends. Have you asked the Lord to give you the joy of winning your neighbors to Him? Luke chapter 5, verse 27 to 29. Luke chapter 5, verse 27 to 29. Then after these things, He went forth and saw a publican named Levi sitting at the receipt of custom. And he said unto him, Follow me. And he left all, rose up and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his own house. And there was a great company of publicans and others that sat down with them. In John chapter 4 verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman. We testified, he told me all that ever I did. After the Samaritan woman had encountered Jesus Christ, he went straight into her community and he kept shouting. He said, Come and see a man who told me all that I ever did. And so she went to the city and brought all of them to him. He says, You are living where you are. Not by chance. But because the Lord wants you to be his witness just there. And so wherever we find ourselves. It is because God has ordained for us to be there. For a purpose. Not just for our pleasure. And our safety. But because of a purpose. He had a plan. That is where, why he has put us wherever we are. Wherever we find ourselves working. Wherever we find ourselves staying, living. The Lord has brought us there for a purpose. For a purpose. For a time such as this. So that we may bring those that do not know him to him. Praise him. Jesus is alive. He says we are to seek to win souls just where the Lord has placed us. In our Jerusalem. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. 
Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Yes. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So our Jerusalem is our homes, our offices, wherever we work. And our Judea or our Samaria. So the question is, where are you now? And I believe that every day in and day out, we find ourselves in our Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria. Because we have homes that we live in. We have places of work where we go. And there are people there that need to be warned to the Lord. And the Lord has given all those places to us. And we must do everything because the time is short. The time is short. And we must see it as a necessity that the Lord has placed on us. And this was how Paul saw it. He saw every moment that the Lord gave him as a necessity to do something for him. To win souls for him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 16. He says, for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of. Because necessity is laid on me. Necessity is laid upon me. He said, hey, woe is me. I mean if I preach not the gospel. He said, Woe is me. And if the Bible talks about woe, talking about great destruction that befalls him, Paul saw himself as a necessity that was laid on him to preach the gospel. And he says that woe is me. If I preach not the gospel. In essence, all his life was about the preaching of the gospel. And so he considered himself as, you know, having the woe of God befalling him when he misses any opportunity to preach the gospel. Do we equally see the preaching of the gospel as a necessity? The winning of soul as a necessity that is laid on us. Just as a father or a mother that has a child in school and you see it as a necessity to pay that child's fees. So whatever you will do to get money at the beginning of the term to pay the fees you do it because you see it as a necessity. And that's the same way the Lord wants us to see it. That he has laid it on us as a necessity. It's a necessity that he has laid on us. And we must see it as though we are, we are finished if we do not do that. And that disaster will befall us. Catastrophe will befall us. If we do not do it. Do you not say four months more and then the harvest I tell you open your eyes and look at the fields they are ripe for harvest John chapter 4 verse 35 Jesus was talking to his disciples he said do you not say when, when you see the harvest do you not say that 
Oh, in four months' time, oh, it should be ready for harvest. But he says, lift up your eyes and see. Just open your eyes and see. And look at the fields. He says, they are ripe already. The field is ripe. He said, the harvest is truly plenteous. But the laborers are few. The harvest is truly plenteous. But the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he may send in more laborers. He may send in more laborers. Amen. We have heard about the reward of the soul winner. We have heard about getting a passion for souls. And now we have gained knowledge about how to go about it. Because we reckon that the zeal and the passion without knowledge will not make us fruitful. It will not make us effective. And so we have seen the how to go about it. We have seen the when and we have seen the where. Amen. Amen. And so before I round up, quickly we have seen that the how to go about it, we must have a confession that humbles us. And we must have a confidence that enables us he said, do not be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of them. Have this confidence in the word. It is not a confidence in yourself. That yes, I am beautiful. And so when I stop them, they will stop. That yes, I can speak English. And say yes, because I can make good friends. It means you are having confidence in your own abilities. But our confidence must be in the Lord. That you can tell yourself, I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens me. And we must have a conviction that grips us. That if Christ died, he died for all that they which live should not live unto themselves but unto him which died for them. Amen. And then we must have a compassion that moves us. That as the Lord Jesus Christ anytime he saw the multitude and was moved with compassion we must also be moved with this compassion whenever we see the multitude. And there was a description he gave the multitude. He said they were like a sheep without a shepherd. He said for they fainted and they were scattered abroad. They lack direction. They did not know where they were going. And so we must have a compassion that moves us. And we must have a care that restrains us. That though we have the zeal and we have the passion, that alone is not enough. We need wisdom. Practical wisdom to go about it. Yes, and so he says, if anyone lacks wisdom amongst you, let him ask of God. And God shall give to him. Praise him. Jesus, Jesus is alive. One more sin. And 
we must always stay close to the Holy Spirit so that He would always be prompting us. He will always give us the prompts. And we have also learned that wherever there are people, our opportunity has presented itself. And we must take hold of it. And we must see it as very urgent. That the Lord says, I must work the words of him that sent me while it is day. Because the night cometh when no man can work. Because when the night comes, everybody goes to sleep. That night he was speaking about is not when you go to sleep. It's when you are no longer, you no longer have the ability and the strength. Even when you are willing to do it, you don't have the strength to do it. But that once we have the day with us, we must work the works of him that sent us. And we must begin this work from our own homes and among our loved ones. And then we must take it to our friends. We must take it to our workplaces. Wherever we find ourselves, we must go to our Jerusalem. We must go to our Judea. We must go to our Samaria. And onto the uttermost part of the earth. The Lord is calling on us. The call has been made to us. He has given us the wisdom about how to go about it. He has given us all the requisite requirements that we need. All the knowledge and the skills we need. It is now behoves on us to make the move. To make the move. If we have all the knowledge, we have all the compassion, we have understanding of all the rewards that await us, and we do not go, it is of no effect. It is of no effect. Rise to your feet. And begin to thank God for the word that you have heard tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, that He has given you the wisdom that you need. The wisdom that you need. The wisdom that you need. And if you lack this wisdom, we should ask Him, and He will give it to us. Open your mouth and pray. Rock, <laughs> <laughs> 
Spirit, 
delicious we receive and never make by your spirit by your spirit we are enabled by your spirit we are enabled to reach out in Jesus name have we prayed amen 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 he says we must have a conviction that grips us you know these people that go about bombing people, bombing nations. They have a conviction that if they do that, their Lord, their God will give them how many number of virgins That is the conviction they have. We also need a conviction that grips us. That always, it makes us aware. That the Lord Jesus died for souls. Jesus. And that He is not willing that any soul should perish. And we need this conviction yes, to grip us. This conviction to grip us. That we are convinced in our inner being, in our inner man, through the Holy Spirit, that the Lord is not willing for any soul to perish. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. Yes, and ask for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Conviction the Holy Ghost. that you be gripped with this conviction. The conviction that Jesus dies for every soul. Yes, that Jesus is not willing for any soul to perish Amen, 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 amen. He says we must have a compassion that moves us. A compassion that moves us. We need to be moved by this compassion. We need to be moved by this compassion. We are praying that let this compassion come upon us. May we be filled with compassion for souls. Compassion for the lost. In the name of Jesus. That you Lord, as you are not willing for any soul to perish. May we have compassion for the lost. Compassion for the lost. In the name of Jesus. Compassion for the lost. Let it come upon us. Compassion, and desire for souls to be won. 
Father, cause us to have the compassion that will move us to Lord Jesus and reach out to souls in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, that compassion of God, that compassion of God, that cause you God to die on the cross for our sake. Let compassion of God that cause you to sacrifice yourself for our salvation. Let that same compassion of God come upon us, O Lord. Let that compassion come upon us, O Lord. Let that compassion come upon us now. Let that compassion come upon us, Lord. Let that compassion come upon us, Lord. Let that compassion come upon us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, your compassion, Lord. Let it come upon us. Let it come upon us. Let it come upon us. In the name of Jesus, your compassion, your compassion, your compassion, your compassion, your compassion. Let it come upon us. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, your compassion, Lord. Let it come. Jesus' name, have we prayed? Amen. 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 Now we are lifting our homes before the Lord. We are lifting our loved ones before the Lord. That if there is any member of our family who doesn't know you, who has not accepted the Lord as his personal Savior, as his Lord and personal Savior, we are praying that the Holy Spirit will convict them and that as he has given us the conviction, as he has given us the compassion to move to them and he has given us the wisdom to go about this we are praying that the Holy Spirit will touch their heart Jesus. the Holy Spirit will touch their heart yes, in the name of Jesus that none of our family members will be lost in the name of Jesus your family Amen, 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 amen. Wave your hands to him and begin to give him thanks. Give him thanks in the name of Jesus for the enablement that he has given you. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we thank you for the enablement. We thank you for the power. We thank you for the wisdom. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the conviction. We thank you. We thank you for the enablement. Yes, Lord. We thank you for yes, the Lord. compassion. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We thank you for making us so witness. Jesus. We thank you for making us so witness. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, Lord, that you have made us people who are delighted in winning souls. Yes, Lord. Father, make us so witness. Great soul witness. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. And we give you praise. Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Amen.